Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this HR Chat episode, we're going to investigate ways that benefits consultants can work with HR departments to get more for their employees. Listen to as we look ahead to the Agility Reimagined Summit happening September 14th in downtown Toronto. My guest today is Don Williamson, founder and president at Oak house benefits. Don has almost three decades of experience in employee benefits, sales and marketing, leadership and business management. Before founding Oak House Benefits or OHB in 2020, Don was president at the Williamson Group TWG for eight years before its acquisition in 2015. With his background in leadership and sales, Don has returned to his roots and created OHB, a consultancy that he says is built on a culture of caring. Hey, Don, welcome to the HR Chat Show. Hey, Bill, it's great to be here. Okay, why don't you start by introducing yourself and telling our listeners a little bit about Oak House Benefits. Thanks, Bill. I'm Don Williamson, founder and president of Oak House Benefits. I'm also a partner, dad, and proud pet parent. I have over three, almost three decades of benefits experience, um, and it's been just a great passion of mine to be in this industry. I founded Oak House Benefits in January of 2020. We're a boutique retirement and benefits consultancy with nine employees today and growing. And we have a purpose behind our organization. And I think that's why the team joined me is that they believe in what we're doing together. Um, We have three pillars in our organization, people over profits, numbers nerds, and trust and commitment. And some of these were reactionary out of seeing what was happening in the consulting industry with all the consolidation and the burnout that was following. So I invest a great deal in my people so that they will take great care of our clients. We believe in the power of data and it's about making sure we bring those numbers to life and to make it actionable for our clients so they, they can do something with it. And the trust and commitment piece, our team has over 150 years of benefit experience on our team. And I love this fact, 82% of our clients have worked with us before or were referred by clients. And so that speaks to the level of trust and commitment that we've had in the past. In fact, our very first client ever, the Weather Network, they came to us as a referral from one of our former clients. So it's it's a great passion for us to be in this industry. Now, I understand that your company is focused on benefits. Why is that the case? And how broad is that focus? Great question. Uh, I think it goes back to having a passion for helping people. It's something that my father uh, certainly curated in me. Um, It's the way he ran his business, and I learned so many life lessons that way. I think it's where we can make a difference in our clients' lives. By helping them have happy and healthy employees, it's going to lead to dividends for them as they're um, managing their teams and seeing their own business success. And I think that's where the second part comes to this, why I do it is, I'm a team player, always have been, whether that's sports or in business together. We view ourselves as part of our HR team's bench. We're part of their bench strength. And we view our client's success as our win too. 
As far as the services that we provide, it's a, it's a pretty full slate, Bill. We've got, um, as I mentioned, benefits and retirement is our consulting focus. And that includes things like strategic planning, financial reporting and analysis, plan benchmarking, obviously the renewal expertise that comes with it, communications. And I think we'll probably want to spend a little bit of time on that in our conversation, uh, whether there's cost projections and plan design, plan marketings, mergers and acquisitions is always a fun area to play with. Uh, we even get into global benefits, union negotiations, and wellness solutions. Are there any particular trends in benefits, Don, that you're talking about with your clients at the moment? If so, perhaps you can share some of those with us. Well, there's always there's always trends that are happening in our industry. Um, and the number one will not be a surprise to you, Bill. I wish we had something that was going to be uh, really breathtaking and groundbreaking, but it's, it's ensuring that benefit packages are competitive to attract and retain employees. That's the number one conversation that I think HR has to be having these days and has been for some time. Number two is certainly where we have to find more efforts to make plans more inclusive, more diverse. And we're seeing some products that are being uh, curated by some of the insurance companies, such as gender affirmation support, we're seeing continued expansion into mental health support services, which is just such a, a great thing to see uh, getting the time of day it deserves. Virtual care really came into its own during COVID as a necessity, and now it's a little bit more cost effective as a result. And part of the other inclusive aspect would be including more health spending accounts or personal spending, health care spending accounts or personal spending accounts so that you could really focus on what's important to you. And that, that is certainly inclusive. And then there's things such as uh, legislative updates, whether that's uh, the national, the proposed national dental care program or the changes to employment insurance sickness benefits. Uh, on the group retirement side, we're seeing some neat programs with student debt repayment, group retire, uh, excuse me, group re registered education savings plans, voluntary TFSAs, and then even rounding out the rest of the voluntary world with uh, enhanced life AD&D critical illness benefits with guaranteed issue amounts, which is something that um, I think the time of day is, has hit the market because of the administration burden has been greatly reduced. We'll be right back to this conversation after this very brief message from today's sponsoring partner. The days of matching web keyword searches with resumes and job descriptions is over. It's all about cultural fit. Workzinga empowers job seekers looking for jobs and employers looking for new hires to have thoughtful and insightful conversations, making the recruiting process more successful for both sides. Learn more at workzinga.com. And what are you seeing in terms of clients' struggles at the moment? What are they struggling with at the moment? And perhaps you can also tell us how you're helping them. The number one issue has been for HR to have the time to be strategic. And right beside that would be taking care of themselves. I think it's been such a uh, tremendous load on the shoulders of HR over the last two and a half years. Um, they had to continue on doing the regular job and then do all these things that were as a result of dealing with a global pandemic. Um, so that's the work side of things. And then their families or themselves, they're going through tremendous uh, challenges and change. And how do they have the, the ability to, and the bandwidth to manage it all? It's, it's been such a tr troubling time for, for HR specifically. 
So how are we helping them? Um, certainly we're taking a pulse. We're making sure we're checking in on them to see how they're doing, to find out areas where we can take on more for them because the best way we can help them is take on as much as we can so that they can focus on what is their core uh, requirements. Uh, a lot of the topics have been about benchmark comparisons. So making sure, as I mentioned, under the trends situation, we want to make sure that their plans do stack up and, and favorably so that they can attract and retain uh, the talent that they need to be successful in business. Um, understanding the how the different generations are using their programs, that's also key to, to the, the attraction and retention side. We're taking on survey capabilities as well. So um, when they want to know more about how the employee experience is about uh, their benefit programs and retirement programs, we're asking the questions, we're managing the data, we're treat it confidentially and then come back to our clients with the report issuing all the recommendations that we see based on the employee feedback as well as our observations in the industry. And I think the most important thing that we're doing is we're helping them communicate. There's so many uh, questions that employees have regarding their benefit programs, how to use it, what do we actually have in place. And so we're creating custom branded interactive materials for clients, whether that's benefits at a glance, health and wellness guides, doing lunch and learns. Uh, even we've been helping create some new employee or potential hire packages so we can give them a scaled down version of what's, what's available should they choose to join that employer. And then of course, some on-demand uh, employee education content that they're giving us feedback on what they'd love to have. And so we're building it out together in partnership. What kind of expectations to most HR people have in dealing with a group benefits broker or consultant in, in your experience? And what service and services and products do they expect to get? Yeah, that's a tough question, Bill, um, because I can come at it from two different angles. Uh, as a, the sales consultant side, where I'm having conversations with HR about what their existing advisor, broker, consultant, what they're doing, or what we have been seeing, which is what they're not doing. Um, it's a different lens than what I'm seeing from what our clients are experiencing today. So I'll just say it is hard for me to speak on their expectations, but I would say that many HR directors deserve better. Um, oftentimes they've been in long relationships and I mentioned it's been hard to be strategic for HR. So over the last two and a half years, I think a lot of HR directors have had to be status quo if, it, if the benefit and retirement plans were on fire, okay, well, we're going to focus on those things that are that are part of our people and culture. So a lot of things were, were left alone. And, and consultants, I think, took HR for granted during that time. Um, we hear that a lot of prospective clients don't feel that they're top of, top of mind or important. And I just had a group that we were talking to um, this month that they have a 1,000 employees. Um, their advisor is making very good money and all of the work is is client directed they're asking the client they're asking their consultant for things that they need as opposed to it being a proactive service and that's that's where we come at it differently we believe that it's super important to be proactive in helping our our hr colleagues um, execute effectively and we just feel a lot of folks are just they're resting on their laurels on those relationships and um and for those ones that are out there doing a great job, we're always looking for top talent. So keep Oak House in mind. Um, but I think part of it is also that 
I mentioned the industry consolidation that's been happening in the consulting world and that focus on profit. And I do believe that a lot of the people in those organizations and resources are stretched to a breaking point as well. And that was one of the reasons why I started OHB, uh, just so we could actually be a, be different than uh, what we're seeing in the world today. But what they should expect, they should expect a true partner who's invested in their success, someone who anticipates their needs before they actually have to um, ask for help, and someone who's really focused on helping HR achieve their strategic total rewards goals. Um, I think that's that's really important, and that's the pride that we take in helping our, our team succeed. How often do HR directors evaluate their benefits programs, Don? Um, if they wanted to, how might they do that to determine if it's as effective as it can be? And do you agree with that approach? The evaluations in our mind are, are ongoing all the time. There's always something that we can be done to help our clients. Um, whether it's the, the standard annual renewal review or the quarterly financial reviews, depending on the client size, it could be monthly as well. Um, but we want to take the focus of an annual renewal and turn it into uh, bite-sized pieces that we work on all year long. So whether that's the focus on communication planning, so what can we do from a communications um, effort to help our employees unlock those hidden gems that are in our benefit program that they just maybe don't know how to access effectively? Or the wellness programming, we might be looking at how the drug usage is going in the, in the organization and say, okay, we need to focus on um, nutritional health. We need to try to turn around what's happening in uh, with our diabetic drugs that are going through our program um, and create campaigns where we've got the ability to help throughout the year. So it's, it's just an ongoing evaluation that has to happen. I mentioned as well about the employee surveys and feedback. Uh, that's, that would go hand in hand with the benchmarking and a chance to really adjust the plan design based on what the developing needs look like. Our friends in finance work with HR, and so we wanna make sure that HR is well-versed in all the risk language that goes into their benefit program, whether that's the financial arrangement review, where we look to see what is in the organization's best financial interest going forward, from whether it's refund accounting insured or ASO, uh, to the conversation about stop loss, where this is the amount of uh, money we're willing to be able to manage up to. And then over this, we want true insurance. So just those conversations to help finance understand what's going on with their benefit program. And then we get into more strategic things where we talk about the benefit philosophy. So why is it that we have benefits in the first place? Um, are they aligned with our corporate values and objectives? Uh, you can also look at Typically, we look at the insurance carrier market every three to five years where we're evaluating the partners that are working with our clients. Um, and then from the sales side, does your benefits consultant fit as a long-term partner? So trying to make sure that they have your best interests uh, at the forefront all the time. And that's, that's an area where we're certainly making a difference for our clients. The term ROI, return on investment, is used a lot in terms of evaluating the benefits of a company's group benefits plans, of course. How, how do most people define this and do you define it differently? Typically, the HR people that we work with look at ROI as part of the benefits philosophy as to why we're offering it. Um, it could be things along the lines of the wellness space. What are we doing in wellness? And 
people talk about the value of caring in Canada as opposed to the return on investment, in my belief. I think that your benefits and retirement plans should be based on how employees are rating it. I think that's the ROI that matters to me. And so we focus on making sure employees understand their value of their benefit programs. Things like metrics from your recruiting, uh, recruiting candidates, as well as exit interviews. What are people saying about your program that you can use to help guide it for the future? Now then, Don, Oak House is sponsoring the upcoming Agility Reimagined Summit. It's happening in downtown Toronto on September 14th. It's an evening event starting at 5.30. Uh, lots of networking, awesome sessions. We'll be hearing from you there, Don. Um, tell us a bit about your session, what folks can expect, and why you decided to get involved. We're thrilled to be in the room when HR is having conversations and the important conversations that the agenda has laid out. Uh, the chance to network with HR. We haven't had that many opportunities in the last couple of years. So just chance to be in the same space and hear those words that are resonating with HR. It's very important to us. Pauline is someone I've, I've known and respected for many years and her team at Anchor HR, uh, when they reached out to us, we thought this looks like a great opportunity to partner together. And I have to say that when I saw the panel that's feature, featuring Jillian Stein from, from Henry's, I felt that that was such such an important business story that she's put out there by being a vulnerable and authentic leader. I, I can't wait to hear what she and the rest of the panel have to say. And so that's that's certainly one of my driving uh, reasons for participating. Also, I'm a big fan of uh, predictive success. So and I've been doing that since uh, 2009. So I'm always interested in what they have to say. Perfect. And just finally for today, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe through LinkedIn, email and so on. And also, how can they learn more about Oak House Benefits? Well, I, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for having me as part of the HR Chat podcast, Bill. Um, and I'm really looking forward to meeting you in person at Agility Reimagined Summit. But a simple hello goes a long way. Um, Love for people to connect with me on LinkedIn. Follow the Oak House Benefits page on LinkedIn as well. I can be reached at my email, don at oakhouse.com or my phone number, 226-400-9410. And I'd love to have a virtual uh, coffee chat when, uh, when the moment strikes. Wonderful. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Don, I've enjoyed this conversation. Thank you very much for being my guest on this episode. Thank you, Bill. And listeners, as always, until next time, Happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.